Do you think you're supposed to wash these like foam microphone covers? <laughs> God, I hope not. It doesn't smell like super great. Welcome to the Village Idiots Podcast. I'm your Dungeon Master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Justin. Hey, yo. Jordan. Hey. Emily. Hello. And Nicole. What's up? We are 5th Edition Dungeons & Dragons Actual Play Podcast. At the end of every episode, I name a Village Idiot who has to do the recap on the following episode. Last week's Village Idiot was... Yours truly, it was me. I made myself the village idiot because I made an NPC that I couldn't remember the name of after I was bragging about writing a bunch of other notes down. I thought it was that you couldn't remember the race. Yeah, it was Talurth, the dragonborn. Yeah, it was, Yeah, it was. Uh, I think, just general forgetting things about my NPCs that I think are cool. He's saying it that way because what actually happened was he introduced a character and we were all supposed to know who that was and we didn't know who it was and it was because he said it was the wrong race. And then we were all like, wait, are you talking about Talurth? Isn't he a dragonborn? And you, instead of a, what was it, an orc? Yeah. <laughs> so, so like you ruined your own reveal is what happened. <laughs> if we're being, I'm just, you know, if we want to roll back the tapes, if we're just being honest. Uh... <laughs> Nothing like a wife calling out her husband's misgivings. Some primo village idiots. <laughs> okay, look, this is what all that I've got to say right here, right now. We are very close to the season finale, and this this stuff is just like gimmies for all of you. When we get to that season finale, just you wait. Nothing's going to be messed up. He's not above killing us all, is what he's saying. Yeah, TPK. <laughs> <laughs> That's the goal, right? Please don't. I love Scarlet. Yeah, I bet you do. Uh, anywho, last week's episode started with three of the four of the crew have just found what they called the Resistance, the Knights of Halartha, who are going to offer help to the party. They met up with uh, Va Cragfeather, the uh, kobold who uh, works the door of the sub-basement of the Lonely Elephant's Pub, and... Uh, they met a few other characters, namely one shadowy cloaked figure that Scar was not very um, keen on. Very, um, what's the word? Wary? Yeah, wary, untrusting of, and... Uh, Can you blame me? <laughs> no, it was intentional. You were the only one who took the bait, though. So everyone else was just kind of okay with it. I should have made all the rest of the village like, idiots. <laughs> yeah, just like, leave him alone. He just wants to drink. Adult life is already so fucking weird. <laughs> if you want to wear a cloak, go for it. Hood down. Nah, man. After yeah. everything we've been through, I don't trust nobody. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that cloaked figure was none other than Dorena Ravenridge, who Saf had sent a letter to saying that uh, Saf thought Kelvin was bad juju. That was all the way back in episode 22. Yeah, that was... Um, that was a nice little, little reveal there. She started the Knights of Halartha when she uncovered some of Kelvin's doings, talked about the expedition to Tor that he came back from. There was a lore keeper that's now working up in the archives that was also on that expedition. And there were others that 
Ms. Ravenridge believes were also with that crew coming back from the expedition. So that happened. The party showed Dorena the shield colossi and Amoferic. They had a brief conversation and talked for a while about goings on. It was a, it was a, it was a lot of talking last episode, a lot of RP. They also met Brunick, who is a very old human wizard who gave Scar two smallifiers, as he called them, to make her shield colossi itty-bitty, about cat-sized. So, which is uh, much better than the 15 to 20 feet that they stand. <laughs> but when she carries them, they go absolutely stiff, and she has to carry them around like dolls, and it's, it's funny for me. It's probably funny for everyone looking at me. <laughs> yeah. And so they, uh, they ferreted away Ord and Sokoba with the Knights of Halartha as well in that sub-basement of the pub. And it, we didn't really end on a cliffhanger last time, so y'all just kind of went to bed and, and that was it. Am I, am I missing anything important? That's a very good question. Ah, yeah, you met uh, Crazy Solarth again, and then also you found out that Saloran is now a golden mantle of the Archives. Ugh. Yes, we did find that out. Fucking asshole. Yeah, he was the elf at the um, the forward camp of the Shade Pocket and Fellows from about a month ago game time. And stood there and watched as Calvin stuck daggers into our bodies. Correct. Like the douche he is. <laughs> yeah, Scar, do you want to mention anything else that Calvin might have done that you weren't too happy about? Oh, yeah. He's basically going around bad-mouthing the crap out of me and, like, for real, disgracing my name and I am not happy. And uh, put out a warrant for all of us, obviously. But, like, specifically for me, I have to be taken alive. I'm not quite sure why, though. Obviously, I might know something that he wants to know or... He might make want to make a spectacle of you. Or yeah, something. or maybe I know something that he doesn't want other people to know or I have no idea. Maybe he just sucks. Yeah, we all know that <laughs> part <laughs> for sure. That's possible. I'm pretty sure you said that last episode too. Did yeah. I? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Always consistent. <laughs> One minor thing is that uh, you mentioned a lore keeper named Karen Denae. Yeah, you all haven't met him. Yeah, he mentioned him coming back. I mentioned Karen Denae because I believe that's uh, our next mini quest is to go see him in the archives. Yes, that's the one that's in the archives. I feel like nothing at this point is a mini quest. I feel like it's all main quests. Like, we need to go to these archives anyway, and finding Karen is part of that. Yes. Yeah, what is your main quest right now? Find my grandpa. No. Getting information about Halartha Shadeseeker so we can find the twins. Yes, you were looking specifically for her writings. <laughs> that sounds fake, but okay. It's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Like, I'm down. I we just... gotta find the writings of Halartha. All right. That's what Amalfaric <laughs> told us to do. That sounds great. Let's do it. What was the prophecy? The wicked one wreathed in white shall unveil the incarnate from shadow when the fields of sacrifice shroud the everflame with the blood of the dreamer. How the yes. fuck did you remember that? <laughs> he didn't. Yes. I did not remember it. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm really I glad that you think like... I'm that cool. But... <laughs> oh, you <laughs> thought that was cool? <laughs> I thought it was cool. I know. I, <laughs> I did. I thought it was dope that you knew that. That was his monologue you had to memorize. <laughs> yes. 
Oh my god. Yeah. It was correct, right, Nate? Was that the full thing? You just missed one itty bitty little phrase. So it's the wicked one wreathed in white shall unveil the incarnate from shadow when the fields of sacrifice bathe the everflame burning proud atop its altar with the blood of the dreamer. I want to know who the dreamer is and if the dreamer is more than one person or just because dreamer is singular. So I'm assuming it's one person, but Mm -hmm. I'm wondering who it is. And I have my my guesses. Who's your guesses? I want to know. Safina. That's fair. That's a good guess. Wait, what? <laughs> I think you're the dreamer. I give me your dreams of boats. <laughs> I give me your dream. I, I don't. Is yeah, that's a dream, I guess. But like, that's really more like a lifelong goal than it is a dream. Well, Safina has a lifelong goal of, I guess, being an adventurer. Is that the lifelong goal? Yes. Well, you know, Agamir's got a dream for a ship. Safina's got a dream of finding her grandfather. Scar has a dream of being a golden mantle. Drew has dreams with the shepherd. I want. I have dreams of dead people. She, yeah, she, she, dreams of, she dreams of being able to bring dead people back to life. You know, you know, just what everyone wants. We're all dreamers. We all have dreams. Normal dreams. We all have dreams, which I feel like is why Nate asked us what our goals were. So he could ruin them. Yeah, basically. What kind of DM do you take me for? <laughs> um, anyway, let's get back to this campaign. So what are we doing? So yesterday, you all made the orders for your new armor and equipment. I got to pick up a sword rapier weapon as well. You don't want more whips? <laughs> can i dual wield whips oh god no you know what? Anymore. i'll allow it oh. Ah. <laughs> oh my gosh you can get a sneak attack with a whip right i know that i'm supposed to be picking up my armor and i'm super excited about my dragon yes. armor we have to go to that poor guy you yelled at yeah well i'm i'm a, a preacher who bases her loyalty on fear um <laughs> i need a disguise more than any of the others because of Kelvin's bullshit. True. So I need to be not seen so much. I need like hella cloakage. <laughs> Maybe we should put the smallifier on you. No. I this is not honey I shrunk the kid. I am not gonna be itty bitty while someone carries me around <laughs> like a doll. Honey I shrunk the tiefling? No. Yeah, no. No one's carrying me around like a dog. Nicole was small in one campaign we did. She was like, never again. I will never be carried. But think about it, Nicole. We could just wind you back. We wind you up and toss you at the enemy. And then you just... <laughs> <laughs> it's a Hail Mary situation. That would be absolutely hysterical. Like, but no. No. So, but we're picking up armor. Yeah. So you all uh, have a, a hearty breakfast Telling the humble brings you a nice, nice plates of eggs and potatoes and thick rashers of bacon and and set you on your way with some to go ales as well. Yum yum. Lux is open carry uh, borough, so you can drink on the streets. Shut up, like Savannah. <laughs> oh man. This is it's just like open carry borough. Do they have like little drive-through windows that you can walk up to, like the McDonald's there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like that. Yes. Yay. What's the slushy place, Justin, that you brought me to? 
Wet Willies? Wet Willies. Yes. Yeah, there's a place called uh, Moist Williams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. This podcast is brought to you by Savannah Tourism. Oh, yeah, this podcast is brought to you by the Savannah Tourism. Is that what you just said? Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who are not aware, Justin and I met at SCAD. We went to Savannah College of Art, Desi- of Art and Design together and uh, had a great time there. It was, it was a lot of fun. Great college town. Oodles. Oodles of Oodles. Oodles caboodles. That place is beautiful. So anyway, you all are going around Lux with your to-go ales, and uh, you, you you make your way to the armorer that Scar has intimidated. Hmm? It looks like the shop is pretty well closed up, but you do see some activity on the other side of the door. I knock on it. You hear a bunch of tools clatter and clang, and... Uh, all of a sudden it goes quiet and you see a, a small door open up kind of like a doggy door, but more of like a delivery door. Like um, if you needed to drop your armor off overnight and have it repaired, you drop it off there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that door opens up and a, a small chest, well, not a small chest, but it's smaller than a dungeon chest. Let's say it's about you know, two feet by two feet. Uh, it just slides out of that return door and uh, there's a, a slip of paper tied to the clasp. And I pick it up and I read it. Okay, it says, Here's your armor, miss. Please don't hurt me. I hope it fits well. <laughs> Be well. What about their stuff? You shut that guy down, remember? Because oh, yeah, uh, yeah. you intimidated him to get oh, yeah, full plate armor done one day. We had to go to another shop. All right, so I'm going to take it out, and yeah. It looks like it's going to fit you like a glove. It is beautifully made. There's nothing that you can see wrong with it. Once you get it on, you realize that there's, it's just, it's perfect. Huh? You have no idea how we did it so quickly. Does it change my armor class now? Yes, it does. Now what, what do I add? What did I add to it? So you got a plate, full plate, correct? Mm-hmm. So that, and this is plus one armor. Spoiler alert, it's 21. Yes, 21. Oh, yeah. That's right. Fuck yeah. Holy shit. Her total AC? Uh, total AC with the shield as well, yeah. 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 Fucking A. So, I assume that everyone else goes and picks up their armor and equipment as well? Yeah. I don't know if I got anything. I think I got something. Breastplate. Yeah, you, yeah. you just <laughs> bought it off the rack. Yes, I did. Ill-fitting, but it's fine. No, it fits well. We had uh, pauldrons. Your dragon scale pauldrons. Yeah, fucking beautiful, and I want one. Yes, it's very nice. Um, question. At any of these shops that we are going to pick all these things up, is there a cloak that has like um, a face covering, too, where you can only see my eyes if I wear it? Well, I'm glad that you asked, because there is one. <laughs> It looks like there that is a specialty style here in Lux, where you have the masked face or the veiled face. It's most often used for balls, but there are some who wear it day to day to conceal their identities. As they go about, ta- about town in this open carry <laughs> burrow. Yeah, I need me one of those. Cloak and a brown bag. So, uh, yeah, they've got all sorts of different... Um, Colors and cuts and styles and everything. So uh, it's basically take your pick of what you'd like. So 
I also while we while we were out, I picked up um, a rapier and a grappling hook. Okay. Like a whip, but with a pointy thing on it. Yeah. Three pointy things. Mm-hmm. You can't get the grappling hook until after you talk to the girl from the Rito village. When you talk to the Lou. <laughs> I see. I see. Not that far along yet. Yeah, it's just for all you Wind Waker fans out there. Legend of Zelda. It was amazing. It is. It's one of my favorite soundtracks. Was this an internet thing? or did, I think I don't know anyone. Someone got married to that soundtrack. Oh, well, that's a good soundtrack to get married to if you're going to get married to a video game soundtrack. Someone's gotten married to it, I'm sure. So you all have your new armor. You've got your new equipment for the cloaks. If anyone wants to pick up one of the cloaks, it'll be uh, 20 gold pieces. I'm chill. What color are the cloaks? They've got every color of the rainbow and some colors that may not be a part of the rainbow. I need black for sure. <laughs> Do you think I can get a white one with gold trim? Oh, yeah, absolutely. They like put them right up in the front. Yes. Now who's dramatic? <laughs> <laughs> it's all about presentation. Yep. Who needs a cloak when you're stealthy? I already have like a cloak, but it's not one that covers my face, but I'm okay with my face not being covered. So is there anything else that you all would like to try and acquire? Agamir, your grappling hook and rapier are just regular um, player's handbook pricing. Sounds good. I already subtracted the 27 gold. I'm a goody two-shoes. How dare you. Hey, Saf, you want to take a look at any of the stuff that you've got in your pack, maybe? Maybe show it to some uh, magic users, perhaps? I would like to put the tourmaline stone in the necklace in in the chain. Okay. You've got a you got a pretty blue tourmaline necklace with dope white and gold trimmed robes. Anyone sense any magic off of this? Can I do that? Yeah, you can totally do that. Please do. What do I roll? Just Arcana? Arcana. Detect magic? I don't know. I don't have your spell list in front of me. I have detect magic. Then use that. Yeah, but I mean, how would I? I wouldn't, I wouldn't put two and two together that it's... That's player knowledge. I feel like it wouldn't be because it was a small stone that was worth a lot of money. You'd be like, why the fuck was this worth so much money? Obviously, it's magical. It's not super small. Okay. I uh, I would like to use detect magic on it then. I think to myself, hey, why was this so expensive? Self. <laughs> As you're placing it into the setting, you um, you turn it in a certain way and you... You feel like a a twinge of magic. So there's your motivation. Uh, Perfect, perfect. Okay, so uh, detect magic. Okay. I also have identify. I don't know if that'll help. You use detect magic on the stone that you have. And you sense evocation magic coming off of it. Evocation is what again? It's like destruction. It's like uh, fire, ice, lightning, that type of stuff. That's cool. Do I know how to use it? Nope. You just sense the magic. You have detected the magic. Is it like super magical or is it just like, eh, it's okay? It's middle of the road magical. Okay. It's not mundane, but it's not wondrous. Oh, hold please. I can use identify on it. Yes, you can. If it is a magic item or some other magic imbued object, you learn its properties and how to use them. 
whether it requires attunement to use, and how many charges it has, if any. There you go. Perf. Would you like to cast Identify on your uh, magical gem? Hell yeah. Okay. Upon closer inspection on this stone, you realize that you could probably fit this in one of your thunder pistols. And it could oh, it, it sits right in front of the focusing crystal, or the focusing lens. And what it does is, on the command word when you speak it, or alternatively, you can put a little mechanism in the thunder pistol or thunder cannon. When you either speak the command word or flick a switch on your device, the damage type changes from force to cold. Cool. Nice. That's pretty neat. It has uh, four charges. So you can do it four times a day and it regains 1d4 plus one charges uh, at the beginning of each day. That's pretty dope. The thunder pistols automatically do force damage, but then if I switch it, it does cold damage based on the tourmaline? Yes. Okay. So it allows you to switch damage types, and you can do that up to four times. What's the command word? Uh, (laughs) Sap doesn't get to choose it? Google. Or does it just come with it? It's like... uh, It comes with it. Google synonyms for cold. There's a post-it under it. No, go to Google Translate, put uh, Latin as your translation language, and then you just put cold in as your detect language. Oh, cool. Let's see, Latin, and let's do cold. Frigus. <laughs> That's actually really cool. I'm okay. Nah, I'm I, good. I'm just going to flip the switch. <laughs> nah, say frigus. That's fun. Frigus. That's such a fun word to say. I'm good. Oh, uh, there's another one. Gelu. Not feeling it. Azeroth Metreon Synthos. <laughs> yes, do that. <laughs> <laughs> it won't make it turn it into cold damage, but no. uh, it'll be cool to say. So you all are going to head up to the archives. You are now in Far Eastern Lux. So you have to head up to the entrance to the long road up to the archives. Is there anything else that you want to try and gather from any of your people here? Because this will probably be your last chance to try and get that info. You do have your um, your sending shells that Ord gave you. I'll buy a cloak if if, if we need it for like us for for an infiltration mission. Yeah, I mean, if we all want to get cloaks and cloaks and uh, oceans for this <laughs> town. So the way up into the archives is a long path up very many plateaus that hug the uh, the northern side of the archives. The archive sits on a massive plateau itself, and there are high walls, natural walls, natural rock formations that um, the archive sits atop of. So another option you have is trying to climb it. Nope. I have a grappling hook. (laughs) (laughs) The mantles of Lux might not, they might not be too uh, keen on that. Just, uh... Just let everyone hold on to you and just climb it like the cliffs of insanity. I was just going to say that <laughs> Princess Bride, this bitch. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty sure that's like the second or third time that we've made that joke, but it's always good. <laughs> always good. Okay, so then wait, how long will it take on foot again? It is going to take a few days for you to get actually into the archives. So we can make that a montage. You don't have to do it all in one go. 
you don't have to say, all right, what do you do this day? What do you do this day? What do you do this day? We walk. We can just start you all off in the archives if you are, in fact, walking. I put the tourmaline gem in my thunder cannon on the way. Okay, I have a very important question for you. What do you do with the necklace? I'm sad that I that I don't have a necklace now. Well, you have the chain. You just don't have a stone to set in it. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I guess I'm keeping the chain for the next tourmaline gem that comes my way. Doesn't have to be tourmaline. Or sapphire. There you mm. go. There's a surprising lack of sapphires, it seems, in this world. I wonder if there's any lapis lazuli there. Those are blue. I'm sorry, what? That's what makes it special. Isn't lapis lazuli blue? Yes. Lapis lazuli. No, I like the way she says it better. It's be- it's better. I prefer it. Lapis Thank you. lazuli. I don't know why I call it. I don't I don't even really I've never known how to pronounce it, but It's lazuli, but I really love uh, that was great. I love when people say words out loud for the first time. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I've only ever read it. I've never actually spoke the word aloud. It sounds goofy. I like it. How do you say lazuli? Lazuli. Oh. So we're on a montage. At some point, um, I will say at some point during this, like we are going up this hill or whatever mountain, I called it a hill, <laughs> this mountain. One of the nights we wake up and Drew is now autumn. She changed again. What's autumn? It's a season. Oh my God, Nathan. After summer. <laughs> Her face step now, uh, it used to be... Everyone within 10 feet was afraid of her when she used the face step. Now it's everyone within 10 feet is charmed by her. What color are you is what I meant. I'm going to say it's autumn. That's not a color. I was going to say closer to like a brown orange color. Like a burnt orange. Burnt sienna. Yeah. (laughs) Closer to that. That's an interesting color. We should get an artist rendition of Drew in all our seasonal colors. Burnt sienna is... uh... One of my absolute favorite Prisma color color pencils. Yeah. Are you uh, are you gonna be like some really pretty like heather green for spring? Mmm, that'd be nice. Maybe. I'm more of an emerald green person, but mm. maybe. We'll see if y'all get to spring. Spring is generally a happy time, right? Yeah, spring's happy. She's gone from summer, which is very aggressive, to winter, which is sad, and autumn, which is supposed to be uh, contemplative. Hmm. Contemplative? Contemplative is the right way to pronounce. Like, Hey, we all learned something new today. Yeah. That's what I just said, contemplative. She did. She said it correctly, contemplative. Well, it sounds wrong, so. <laughs> I've heard people say contemplative, but like it doesn't uh, roll off the tongue I also right heard way. people say the, Pacific, the specific ocean. Ugh. Biscetti. See, I, I straight up like couldn't do it. I did it right and then had to like go back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Let's go back to the podcast. So you all walk up the way. It's a slow journey, but it's a pleasant journey because the scenery is really nice. You're climbing in altitude. So you got a nice look over Gold Draw Bay. It goes all the way up to the Luxon Isthmus that uh, connects Lux with the Mithril Peninsula, the thin stretch of land. And it's called Gold Draw because uh, it is a very long bay. And the way that the uh, the sunlight reflects off of it in the morning especially is very picturesque, and it has a yellow sheen to it, a golden glow. So, it's a picturesque journey up the way into the archives. As you climb, there are more and more 
what seem to be scholars. There are a few groups that look like they are like on a trip to the archives from one of the universities. There are a lot of students there. Looks like generally people looking for uh, more knowledge and they're, everyone is excited. No one looks blase at all, except for maybe some of the four of you. I don't know. I'm not going to say what you look like, but you finally get up to the, the final plateau and you are now in the archives. You have two ways that you can go. To the west is the way to the museum district, and to the south is the way to the libraries and the aquarium and basically the biological sections and libraries. So where would you all like to go? So uh, basically, Dorena, is Dorena with us? No, she No, Dorena is not with you. Okay, so she basically said that this Karen guy was basically just like a desk clerk. Uh, an administrative professional. Where did she say where he was located? He's in one of the libraries. So that would be down the southern route. And how many libraries are there? So many. <laughs> so we have things to the west and the south. Mm-hmm. Did we come from the north? The point of ingress to the archives is on the northeastern part of the borough itself. So if you imagine the archives is kind of an oblong shape, mm-hmm. you all enter right on the hump of the curve of that oblong shape. So there's a lot more to the south and there's a little bit to the west of you. Do you want to do some sightseeing or do you just want to go straight to the objective? Objective. I mean, obviously. All right. Uh, hold on one second. I hate when he rolls. Drives me crazy. Okay, you all go. You uh, head down the way. It, uh, it It's a marked change from the landscape of Lux. The way that the archives are set up, there are tall hedges that run around the perimeter of the plateau. It's expertly landscaped, and you can't see anything past where you are in the archives. So you can't see out over the landscape of Lux at all. But it is well kept. It kind of reminds you of Ilar's birth a little bit with how tidy it is. And then it's it's like a cross between Ilar's birth and Lux, we'll say, because everything's tidy. Everything is, uh, it looks, you know, antique. It looks like it would cost a lot of money if you broke it, Mm -hmm. that type of thing. So you're walking your way down, you go past a a forest that is a sort of nature preserve and you see where the aquarium is and all of the marine life that they somehow got up here and then there's another place for the most magical creatures which is uh, under heavy guard by the uh, the copper mantles of the archives Eventually, you find your way to the the libraries. They're at the southernmost tip of the archives themselves. And there are a great many of them, but there is a directory there. And the directory states who the um, the head librarian is for each of the the libraries, you know, kind of like they do at a on a college campus while they're where they'll say who like the dean of the that part of the school is and all that stuff. And then underneath the head librarian, they list all of the, we'll call them lesser librarians. 
Wow. That's not condescending at all. Hey, I didn't make the name. It was them. <laughs> That's academia. <laughs> right? Bunch of snobs. So where do we find Karen? Well, you can do an investigation of this directory. Let's do that. Can I just read it or do I actually have to roll? Yeah, can't I just go to K or C or however you spell his yeah, name? Yeah, it also does have to be an investigation roll or can I just like not be an idiot about it? It's not in alphabetical order. And hey, we can't have everything just be me rolling dice. <laughs> it's just, it's not an alphabet, so it's just a list? That's a 16 to investigate this damn directory. Well, on the directory, it says, like, this is the library of magical lore, and this is the headmaster or the head library, and these are the lesser librarians. It lists them in alphabetical order. So I'm going to put my finger, and I'm going to scan until I see the name Karen Denae, however the fuck it's spelled. Okay, you find Karen Denae. He's listed under the library of, uh, how do I say this? He's listed in the library of, uh... The library of, uh... <laughs> the library of, ah. Uh, he must have died while he was writing it. Yep. What's the word you're trying to look for? I'm looking, it's the word that's, ah. Uh, he's listed under the library of Torin Curiosities. Ooh. Uh, you forgot Tor? No, I forgot Curiosity. Oh my god, I thought you forgot a whole ass continent in your in your world. Alright, so we're going to the library of Torin Curiosities. Is there a map? Yeah, you're looking at the directory. Well, that's not... It shows you right where it is. Okay. It's like a mall directory. It looks like a mall directory. I was just going to say, is this like when you're at the mall? <laughs> you are here. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the library of Torin Curiosities is on the... Second floor, and it's in L4. Are there a uh, lot of copper mantles patrolling this area? I'm glad you asked. Yes, there are. Uh, Great. Are there any other names that stick out on this directory that I just just investigated? Uh, roll me history. Let's see. 14. You think you catch a few surnames that are um, familiar, but nothing really stands out too much. Okay. Anyway, let's go to second floor L4. All right. You head up a mezzanine to a mezzanine type place where there are additional libraries up top. The lower levels are the ones that have more sensitive scrolls and books and specimens and stuff like that. The ones that are a little more fragile. So on the upper level is the ones that are, that they'll stand up a little better to, um, sunlight and stuff like that these libraries actually have sunlights and uh yeah they've got skylights in there that uh light up the libraries during the daytime and uh you, you head on in to the uh library of Torin curiosities you are met with a young clerk at the front they say welcome to the library of Torin curiosities that doesn't sound like a young person oh it's a young person what are they? They're uh, elven. Oh, well, that explains it. Hello, friend. What's your name? My name is Bell. What is yours, friend? Um. <laughs> yeah, not so easy, is it? <laughs> you can just say Saf. You don't have to give away your entire name and lineage. Hi, I'm Jane. 
Jane Doe. Jane Doe. (laughs) (laughs) A pleasure, Jane. Jane and friends, welcome. May I direct you to any of our sections on these torn curiosities, monstrosities, and weirdities? Who specializes in what here with the uh, librarians? Well, we all specialize in everything. We cross-train and we uh, educate ourselves on all aspects within the library itself. We all act as clerks for the front. We all take up our janitorial duties from time to time. I'm not sure I understand your question. Is the head of the library in today? Ah, uh, the head is uh, is in today. Uh, what what may I ask? Would you want with her? Her. Karen was listed as one of the lesser librarians. Oh, of course it was. Mm-hmm. Drew kind of steps forward and she puts her hand out and she says, "How you doing, Violet Delancey? It's nice to meet ya." <laughs> Hello, my name is Belle. It is nice to meet you as well, Violet Delancey. We're doing a report on Tor, and we are wondering if we could talk to someone who's actually been there. Is there anyone here who's actually been to Tor? Well, you're in luck. I have been to Tor. I knew it was a chance. What would you what would you what would you like to ask me? Well, has anyone else been to Tor so that we could break off and get different accounts. Oh, absolutely. We've all been to tour. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you see, it's part of our cross-training, which I talked of earlier. It might not be such a bad idea if we have to talk to everybody here who works with Karen. So maybe we talk to everybody. Maybe we, it's just the whole thing. Like, this is, we, we are here montage to do a it. thing. And so we have to, yeah, montage the other stupid questions until we get to Karen. Yeah, let's do that. Are you saying this out loud or are you not saying this out loud? I pull Scar aside. She, no, she <laughs> totally just put her hand up in my face and said, <laughs> Yes. One of those. I don't care. Sidebar. And I just like yank her. Right off the screen. Excuse me. I need to speak to my coworker. <laughs> uh, we come back <laughs> from the sidebar. I think that's what I did. I'm going to say yes, that. And then I come back and I'm like, actually, that's perfect. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to all of you. We have some questions. Montage. Ah, students of knowledge, huh? Well, absolutely. I will set up appointments for each of you with each of our librarians. Uh, what is the time frame which you would like to have this completed in? Today, if possible. It's just two to three questions each, really. Oh. Well, not all of our librarians are in today, so you would have to wait for each of them to come in. Let's do whoever's here today, and then we'll come back tomorrow and get whoever we missed. Out of out of character, how did you spell Karen's name on the directory? Uh, C a r i n space d e n a y. Okay, I would like to ask. So let's um let's say that since we don't know who to start with, let's just pick a random letter, last name beginning with, and I look around. I don't know. D? 
Sound good? Oh my god. Drew is embarrassed. Mortified? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. She's already like a deep sienna color. If she could blush, she would be. Well, we can start with the with those that start with the D. It is a short list. Let's see. Okay, who would like to meet with Master Datus? Sure, let's start there and then just do all the D names. Ah, yes, there's Master Dadoos and Miss Dazgoon. <laughs> You're such garbage. Come on, I thought that was clever. And then we have Master Danae and there he is. Master Dusko. Okay, sounds good. Four people. Uh, they are all actually in today. And four of you, how... How well that works out. It is a funny world, isn't it? Oh, shit. Another curiosity. You're going to split the party, aren't you? Oh, I don't want to split the party, though. I don't want to. I don't want to split the party either. I don't want to be the one who has to question Karen. Uh, I wouldn't mind talking to Miss Dazgoon. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Uh, um, my name is Krull. <laughs> Krull, the warrior king. <laughs> Master Crow, I will. Uh, it would be my pleasure to usher you this way to meet with Ms. Dazgoon. It sounded like he said Das Boot for a second. I was like, huh? <laughs> so he does this with each, with each of you in turn. Uh, and he pulls Scar aside to talk with Master Danae. Oh, shit. I thought you were going to give it to me. Safina, to be honest. Yeah, I thought you were going to give it to me. I rolled a die, so. Hmm. They don't, I didn't give him my name. How does he know my name? Uh, he, he got it from you. What, what was your name? What's your fake name? Uh, my fake name is Rouge. Rouge. <laughs> I, I was about to throw out McLovin, but <laughs> Muhammad McLovin. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> So we've got Rouge, we've got Violet, we have Krull, and what was yours, Saf? Jane Doe. Jane, Jane. Doe, that's right. At Diary of. <laughs> yes. Come on. <laughs> Excellent. So the other guys aren't really as important. So Rouge, you're talking with uh, a master Karen Denae. Oh my God. Why'd you do this to me? I'm going to fuck this up so bad. <laughs> Hey, it was the dice. You just gotta figure out where he is and where he's going so y'all can corner him in a dark alley. Yeah, just find out, like, what he's about and then, like, just be like, hey, are there any, like, cool bars in the area? We want to, like, party. (laughs) Sure. Are you all, like, role-playing as your characters, role-playing as college students? Yeah. (laughs) Yes. I never went to college. This is the way I do it. Is that not what college kids say? Yeah, they definitely ask professors where to party. (laughs) Hello, fellow kids. (laughs) Well, these aren't professors so much as they'd basically be like TAs, right? Yeah, they'd be more TAs than professors. Despite being the archives, there is no university in the archives. Okay, so I'm going to sit down with Master Danae. Uh, Hi, um, hi there. Uh, How are... How are you? Uh, 
Um, Flyer, that you you, you want to uh, talk to me about research for your uh, your project on tour. What what's it about again? Kind of just a general overview of of the land and how it's changed since its inception. I don't know where to use. Excellent. I should describe Karen to you as well. He's a he's a half elf. He's uh, really fidgety. He just seems like he can't kind of sit in one place for too long. Uh, he's kind of excitable, and he's a little jumpy, you notice, as well. Okay, so no sudden movements. <laughs> um, uh, well, Tor, as you know, was um, it's, it's been around forever, uh, just like Alari has. We you know we know that our, um, our ancestors uh, fled there from a, a dark force about, you know, I don't even know how many millennia ago now, but a long time ago, basically. Uh, led by Ilar the Mighty, you know, and all that. And there are horrible monsters that really bad monsters. And it's it's really bad. And uh, I really, um, <sighs> really wish that I was in a different library. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, uh, what was the question? <laughs> oh, my God. <gosh. laughs> oh, no. Um. I mean, you seem to be pretty reticent about talking about Tor, but I have to ask, since I know that you've been there, what was your experience like in Tor? His eyes go pretty far off, and he says, You know, um, I don't remember a lot about my time in Tor. I went there about a decade ago uh, when I was a junior lore keeper, and uh, it's... You see uh, some tears welling up in his eyes. Oh. <laughs> he says, oh, it was, um, it wasn't, I, I went in to the expedition pretty bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, you could say, and, you know, I had a, a, a group of people that I was with, and um, we, we were, we landed in Don Muldor, and we were supposed to be investigating talks of a, a shrine and a lot of it's been so long and i'm sorry um yeah it it, it didn't go so well um not everyone made it back uh, i i made it back with um the help of um a brave soul uh he and and, and his friend uh, it was it's copper mantle i was with he saved my life who, who saved your life? Oh, the Copper Mantle. Uh, it's been so long, I can't remember his name. Um, he had stark white hair, though. Do you remember who you were there with? Well, it was, I was there, and, and this, this guy was there. And he, had a, he had a halfling friend. I think there was, I think there was a dragonborn there. Maybe an elf. I remember something about an elven woman. She was very upset about some coral. <laughs> there were just so many people. There were, we had an expedition of at least 12 of us, I want to say. 11 or 12, maybe 10. I don't remember. But it was, it just went south real quick. We, did we even find what we were looking for? I think we did find the shrine. 
you seem you seem to be uh getting upset. I apologize. Maybe we can move on. Um he uh straightens himself up. Yeah, um no, it's fine. Um what a question did you have about Tor for me, miss? I'm sorry, I didn't catch your name. Oh, my name's Rouge. Uh, Rouge. Um I'm sorry, and he uh dabs at his eyes a little bit and he says, I it usually doesn't hit me this hard when I think about it. <sighs> a little off topic. I- I'm kind of new. This is my first time that I've ever been to the archives. Uh, do you have any recommendations on places to go? Like drinks and food and like where where do you go after you get off of a night of working in the libraries? Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, I usually find myself in the Great Giraffe, but that's... You know, just me. It's just some place that it reminds me of home, you know? Where's home? Oh, um, here in the archives. Ah. Which is here in the archives. <laughs> Which is sad. What the, What does this bar look like? That reminds him of the archives. You don't know. I'm excited to find out. And he he seems talkative. Is it a bar with books? Yo, that would be like the dream of mine is to go to a bar that's also a library. Like, please, sure someone needs exist. to build that. Yeah. I'm pretty right sure now. they exist. Just nowhere around where we are, definitely, but probably in New York. I need to find that bar. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I don't know what to ask. Help, guys. <laughs> they're not there. I know they're not there. <laughs> Can I, like, call what them What was the over? most interesting thing you saw in tour? Okay. Maybe he'll say people getting murdered. Oh, God. So uh, from where I am in the library on the second floor with my lore keeper librarian person, can I see Scar and Karen from where I am? You actually are giving your interviews in uh, some side rooms where uh, that are designated for, like, study. So you can't see each other. Could I, like, ask him if I could call my friends over you can ask him whatever you want it seems okay so if you wouldn't mind i have some research companions with me who are interviewing some of your colleagues we're all going to be interviewing a bunch of people but i would love it if they could talk to you for a moment as well each of us would like to ask each person a question oh well um yeah yeah sure i mean i've got some time before i have to uh, see to my other duties Okay, how do I how do I get them? <laughs> uh, you could probably go back to Bell and ask him. All right. Well, so I'm just gonna say, stay right here. Don't go anywhere. He stays seated. All right. I'm gonna run back to Bell. Be like, where are my friends? And go find them. He leads you to each of the study rooms where the other three are, and uh, you've collected all of your compatriots. And now we go back to Karen. Okay. You open the room. Uh, the door to the study room, and Karen is in there, sitting at the table. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I've got to do that sometimes. I got real nervous when you paused. I have to. That's his job. I know, you goddamn dramatic effect. All right, so then I'm going to gesture to my friends and say, Karen, these are my research compatriots. Jane, Krull, and Violet. Guys, this is Karen Dene. Uh... Real quick, Sav, did you get one of the cloaks with the masks on? I don't think she said she did. Uh, 
I'm going to say that I didn't. Okay, and Drew. But I did. Agamir did, good. Drew, did you get one with the mask on? You think I'd uh, hide this? No. Okay. Karen looks over, uh, looks at Agamir, and then his eyes linger a long time on both Saf and Drew. And you can see tears welling up in his eyes again, even bigger than they were before, Scar. And he says, um, he looks like he's trying to compose himself. I, um, I think I have to go. I, I don't know why I'm just so sad right now. And I, I'm sorry, please excuse me. And he rushes out of the room. I blocked the door. No, let him leave. We'll find yeah, him no, later at him the, yeah, at the we'll... elephant place. Giraffe. Giraffe. Ah, <laughs> it was an animal. <laughs> he upset what makes you think he's not gonna bolt next time we see him this might be our only opportunity I don't think so because right now if we corner him and start yelling at him I don't think that's gonna help batters I think if we let him leave and then maybe we come up to him later he'll be like oh yeah I don't know what I, I, it seems like he doesn't know why he's reacting the way he's reacting he just saw us and was like suddenly upset and he doesn't know why like I think You're- he has PTSD. <laughs> he doesn't remember. Definitely, but this might be our only opportunity. Did he remember the person, the brave soul that like survived with him? Did he say that? I, I missed it if he did. Yeah, it was uh, Kelvin. Uh, yeah, there was a brave soul that rescued him. It was a copper mantle with white hair. Okay. Yes. Just making sure. Yes. And a halfling. Mm-hmm. And a halfling. He mentioned. So. I blocked the door. I don't think he recognizes us, and I think we should let him leave. I think this is fucked up. I do not want to terrorize this dude. So we're just going to terrorize him elsewhere? We're going to hang out with him in a public place and talk to him about his problems. <laughs> you know, like friends. I don't want to terrorize him in this room. It's mean. I don't want to be mean. I have a problem playing d and I don't like being mean. What happened... What happened to Drew, who was true neutral? I don't think terrorizing some poor guy is poor is true neutral. You melted a copper mantle. <laughs> he was trying to kill hey, me. Hey, it's called growth. She's different now. She's she's autumn. She's contemplative. Growth. Yeah, let her be. <laughs> I'm different too. I used to be uh, <laughs> different a, too. A woman, a woman of the law. Now I'm sitting here an outlaw. I'm a totes different person. Poor Agamir is like the most paranoid fucking person on the planet now. He's been on land too long. It's freaking him out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Say, for instance, he does recognize us. Or say, for instance, he doesn't recognize us. If he doesn't recognize us, he's just going to go about his life not knowing what happened. But if he recognizes us, he's going to bolt from the archives. Here's this. Can I roll an insight to see if he recognized us or if he's just upset. Can I do that too? Uh, I'll allow it. Yes, please do. Maybe seeing you guys triggered something and that's why he freaked out. Natural 20. Unnatural 20. (laughs) Oh! (laughs) (laughs) You both don't know why he's upset. You don't feel like he knows why he's upset either. Ha 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 ha. I wonder, I'm wondering if 
he needs a healthy dose of some greater restoration. Oh, oh, like he's, he's under some afflicted. sort of, oh, he's under some sort of spell. For sure. Because he can only remember bits and pieces of what, there's got to be a reason why it was taken or masked. We just got hit in the noggin real hard. <laughs> or that. I'll do it. So uh, let's go about our business and head over to that gray giraffe place. Yeah. Um, as he's or making... like wait outside the library and be really stealthy about it and then follow him. Follow him. As he's uh, making his way out, can I just like brush against him as before he goes through the door and use identify, which also says... You touch a creature throughout the casting. You learn what spells, if any, are currently affecting it. Ooh, that's good. Way to play D&D, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> I win. <laughs> Nate's contemplating, allowing it. Uh, yes, I will allow you to do that. Please let me look up the spell that's afflicting him, because I haven't done it yet. <laughs> yeah. Nice. We solved your puzzle. <laughs> Good job, the puzzle I'd <laughs> make. Don't take this away from us. It's the only puzzle we solved. <laughs> okay, you bump into him and you are washed over with a wave of forgetfulness. Mm-hmm. And you realize it goes by in a flash. As soon as you are no longer in contact with him, you realize that he is under the effects of a modified memory spell, a very powerful modified memory spell. Mm-hmm. He needs some greater restoration, y'all. I think we should go hang out with him at the Great Giraffe and give him uh, and spike his drink a little bit with uh, greater restoration. Not how greater restoration works, but I'll allow it. <laughs> or we'll just track him down and terrorize him just a little bit until we have him remember what happened. I don't know. I don't think that's how the spell works, but... Well, you know, uh, greater restoration material component is diamond dust worth at least 100 gold pieces, which the spell consumes. So it stands to reason, and I'm going to make the uh, declaration right now that you can, in fact spike someone's drink with greater restoration by sprinkling the diamond's dust. We don't have to. I just didn't know how it worked. I'm not as good at D&D as Justin is. Well, it means that, um, it means that you've got to spend 100 gold pieces if you want to spike his drink like that. No, I'm good. Oh, yeah. We all chip in. Does anyone know that spell? Can you do fifth level spells there, uh, Drew? No. Ah. <laughs> Someone roll me an Arcana or a History check. Well, that's a six. <laughs> that's in line with uh, with what Scar would probably know about spells. Twenty-two. Fifteen. Agamir just doesn't. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'm not even going to try. Uh, Saf isn't exactly sure what modify. Well, she knows what modified memory is, but not exactly knowledgeable about the mechanics, so to speak. Being young, hasn't gone to school and learned all that yet. Drew, in her studies from the catacombs of Ilar's birth, has stumbled upon uh, one of the older magics uh, that uh, influences modified memory. Modified memory is usually only for a specific amount of time, but there are ways to 
make it last for longer. And that's what it seems like is happening here. Got it. Hmm. Cool. So you all are just conversing in this study room after Karen has uh, bolted. Just talking. He was, he's, he's had his memory modified. Yeah, well, I mean, that was going to last for a little bit, but I mean, I remember there are ways that it can go for a lot longer. I like how uh, we're not talking in character voice, in character, so uh, Nathan's just doing it for us at this point. <laughs> Hello, I'm your DM. And- I say, well, he just bolted, so it'll look bad if he bolted from this room with us standing in it, so we should we should leave. I feel like he just gives off that vibe, though. They're just going to be like, that's Karen. He's like, twitchy AF. <laughs> he's weird. <laughs> Damn it, Karen. Where do you think he's going? Well, we could go out the way we came and ask the clerk if she saw where he went. Maybe he's gone for a drink. Here's hoping. You have to tell us where he would go. We don't know. We weren't there for that part of the conversation, Scar. Player knowledge versus character knowledge. Oh, yeah. So he said that he likes to go to this place called the Grey Giraffe. He says it reminds him of home, which is the archives. So... It's a funny joke I did. Perhaps. (laughs) Yeah. I just laughed at myself. Seth gets it. She laughs out loud. So it's definitely sad. We should go there. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to turn down a trip to the tavern. Hopefully that is a tavern. (laughs) Sounds good. Whatever kind of weird tavern uh, Karen hangs out at, let's let's go do that. Watch it be like one of those German bubble clubs where it's like, you know what they've been talking about. No, actually, I don't. It's like a multi-story like club with like club music and then people like throwing down bubbles and uh, like bouncy balls to the ground floor That's where there's thing. like raving. That's a rave. This is something that you've dreamt. Yeah. Is this one of your, like, acid trips from, like, ten years ago? I was going to ask, are the bubbles made of alcohol, like, or something, like, stupid? Like, No, just bubble solution. Nobody. I thought he meant one of those clubs that has, like, the the crazy, like, soap suds, like, the foam parties. Yeah. The foam parties? That's not, those aren't bubbles. It's foam. It's a discotheque. It's foam. It's a different thing. Foam is made up of bubbles. Uh, Yeah. Foams are bubbles. I'm definitely going to one of those places when my mom and I go to Munich, if that's a thing. That's fair. Okay, so let's go. Okay, how are you looking for this gray giraffe place? With our eyes. Let's go to the directory. Directory, yes. (laughs) Big mall directory, where's that? All right, uh, there's one right outside the library. Perfect. Is it really a directory for the entire archives? No, just for this section, um, just the library section. There's one for each of the districts, they call them the districts of the borough. Uh, so this is the library district. Then you have the, you know, uh, the botanical district is over there. The biological district is over here. The museum district's over there. The art district is over that way. You know, it's got a bunch of districts and they've got directors for each of them. Couldn't we just ask Bell on our way out? I mean, yeah, you can do that too. Hey, Bill. Yes? I heard there was a, a nice place to go to from a couple people. Uh, the Grey Giraffe. Do you know how to get there? Mm, yes. Are you sure you want to go there? 
Yes. It's weird. <laughs> it's a weird place. Okay. Uh, he writes down some directions on a parchment and gives it to you. Have a good time. It's like a weird sex dungeon place. <laughs> it's 100% a strip club. <laughs> this is going to be that scene in Beer Fest with the, uh, I miss you. Yeah, guy. when they go through like the underground place to find the Beer Fest. Yeah. Yep. Oh my God. It's totally a sex dungeon. This is a weird thing. And now this guy thinks we're weird. <laughs> Karen Danae totally likes to be dominated. (laughs) You're right, but hush. (laughs) Okay, anyway, let's go. All right. You follow the directions uh, to the uh, Great Giraffe, and you find yourself on the edge of the uh, biological district. And you realize that the gray giraffe is not a sex dungeon, not a tavern. <laughs> what? It is uh, what looks like a, uh... so you know at the zoo how they have like a food court type spot? It's like that. Oh my God, he hangs out at the mall food court. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> the zoo food court. The zoo food court. So he can get like a bunch of different things at the same time? Or does he just really like the atmosphere? <laughs> you, you don't know. Um, exactly. I must know. He, he wants to go and get the, uh, the, the sillily named like burgers and stuff. He wants to get the dino burger and the colossal cave fries or whatever it is they call them at the zoo you know they always need mm. something silly <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so you know maybe he's in the atmosphere who knows maybe it's maybelline uh you actually see karen there uh he is in one of the booths and he's eating uh some sort of frozen treat okay so here's the plan and i'm gonna so this cute. is in character is he facing us no his back is to you here's the right. here's the plan we all circle around scar yeah no so you know in in <laughs> Well, okay, so out of character first, you know, in movies, when they find someone that they want to talk to, that they don't want to get away. So what they do is like, one person or two people sit on one side, and then the other two people sit right next to them so that they can't move. That's what we're going to do. So then I'm going to say it in character. I'm going to say, all right, here's what we're going to (laughs) do. Me and Agamir are going to sit down on either side of Karen. And Safina and Drew are going to sit down right across from him and we're going to box him in so he can't go nowhere. And that's when I pull my gun under the table and say, no, don't no. move. No, no. <laughs> no, no. first. I'm going <laughs> <I'm> to <laughs> pat you on the head and say, slow your roll, little one. Seems like he's pretty forthcoming with a lot of stuff. I don't think we need to threaten. I think any kind of threatening is going to make him not talk to us. First things first is we need a greater restoration to spike his drink with. That's true. So we're using, I have to use money for that. Is that what we decided? I will say that you all found some on the way. There was a... Just found some greater restoration? There was a gift shop that was selling it. It's the archives. It's kind of weird. Okay. Okay, then we'll, we'll say that we split it and take 25 gold from each of us. Sounds good. He's drinking an Orange Julius. We'll spike it. It's Orange Julius. <laughs> We're at the mall food court after all. Karen's so sad. Zood food court. Zood court. Zood court. 
Agamir and I probably have the uh, the best sleight of hand skills. Yeah, exactly. And one of you is sitting across from him, and one of them is sitting next to him. So we can distract, and y'all can attack <laughs> the cup with the greater restoration. What's your sleight of hand, Justin? Plus six. Yeah, it's better than mine. All right, so while he's looking at me and Agamir, you can just sprinkle, sprinkle. I like to think that in the course of y'all's downtime, you just like have mini contests with each other to try and determine <laughs> who can do things better. And so that's how Agamir knows that Saf is actually more stealthy when it comes to sleight of hand stuff than he is. <laughs> like you all tried to like steal a potato off of like Scar's breakfast. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I learned sleight of hand from my grandpa. I'm pretty good. Scar's got some terrible passive perception, so either of them probably would have been able to do it. Like with Agamir. Hands. Agamir's a little salty about it. He's like, it's those tiny hands. <laughs> I'm not very strong, but I am big, so. All right. So everyone put your hands in. Ready? Break. Just kidding. Let's go. <laughs> Just kidding. That's weird. Let's go. Yeah. So me and Agamir are on one side and the other, and then you two are in front. Yeah. And then we're going to distract him, me and Agamir, and y'all sprinkle, sprinkle. I'm sorry, what? Put the shit in the cup. Oh, <laughs> don't call it <laughs> sprinkle, sprinkle. That's weird. <laughs> I have the greater restoration in my hand. And while he is distracted by Agamir and Scar sitting next to him or pulling up right next to him, I just kind of write in his drink. Yeah, I'm going to take the face part of my mask off so he can see me straight in the face. Maybe that'll distract him. I am rather scary, and my necklace is made of teeth, so... Excellent. Uh, I'm going to describe some I'm gonna describe some stuff to you as you have described everything that is happening around him. So, I'll need complete silence for this. Thank you. <laughs> I said complete silence! Oh my god. Okay, so Agamir and Scar get up to the, on either side of Karen and sit down, and he does not make a move. Saf and Drew come around on the other side, and uh, Karen is looking down at his frosty treat, not looking at any of you, and Saf and Drew come around. He doesn't lift his head at all. Saf is able to get the greater restoration onto the frosty treat, and you hear in your minds, Amopharyx says, Something's not right. And as you all look at Karen, he's just staring at his frosty treat, and he finally seems to come to realization, and he looks around at all of you, and as each of you look into his eyes, you see that they are pure white. Mm. And that's where we're gonna end. Fucking uh, do it! Okay, Justin's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> Chills down my spine, and I hey, am so because, mad at Emily. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I no. <laughs> Fuck! That means I'm the village idiot right now. That officially makes me the village. Not idiot. Not necessarily. This was probably Nate's plan all along. He wasn't gonna let us. I vote yes. Mm. 
<laughs> oh, you're saying you're the village idiot because you let Karen go? No. Yes. No. We just I, let him um, go. We were like, I'll t- we'll talk to him later. <laughs> Stop asking him questions. Why was Amo Ferrick talking? Where the fuck has he been? Oh, uh, he was following you. He's just been kind of chilling with y'all. He's always in our minds and our hearts. He's always in your minds, in your hearts, and at least 10 feet behind you. (laughs) So anyway, (laughs) thank you for listening to the Village Idiots podcast. I hope that you had a great time listening. I had a great time playing, and I hope my players, I didn't play. I had a great time DMing, and I hope my players had a great time playing. Uh, As for the Village Idiot this week, um, you know, I I think I'm going to have to make it Drew. Sorry, Drew. Ah, why? (laughs) For, for letting Karen go without uh, asking any further questions as he mm. uh, got all teary-eyed and stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. You know I don't like your sad voice. It's not fair. You can't use it in the podcast. <laughs> Congratulations. You you did it. You're the village idiot. I love you. Whatever. Yeah, so if you all want to reach out to us on Twitter, you can do that. Uh, right, Nicole? Yeah, you totally can. You got social media. Yep. What? At Village... Tell me about it. At Village Idiot Pod. And, uh, yeah. Do that. Follow us. We're fun. Post lots of stuff. Um, (laughs) if you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at JRoma20. I'm at Neurotic Good. You can find me at Village Idiots DM. You can't find me because I'm too busy... Reconnecting with my long-lost grappling hook. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> long-lost. 20 episodes or so. We also have a website, guys. VillageIdiotsPodcast.com We have a ton of cool stuff up there, like the gold count towards Agamir ship that's back on, on track. You can see who's winning or losing with the Village Idiots tally. And place your bets to see who's going to win for the season one, like, ultimate village idiot. And uh, fun facts about the world of Lanamora. There's artwork. My favorite thing is the link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from your favorite idiots? Well, you're in luck because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights with Nathan and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I, BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally. And even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. If you enjoy the show, let your friends know about us, and new episodes come out every Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, stay tuned. Let's figure out what's happening with Karen. Why is it being so weird? Uh, Why is everything being so weird? I feel like if you want to know why he's being so weird, you should absolutely check out the prequel campaign that's on our Patreon, because it will give you lots of answers. Well, it'll give you lots of answers. It'll also give you lots of questions. Karen <laughs> does, uh, he, he is a, a pretty main character in the prequel campaign. So if you want to learn more about Karen and what he doesn't remember, check it out. It's only that the, the, our first tier lets you go listening to that, I think. Mm-hmm. Also, New Year, New You, New Shirt. It's uh, March now, so uh, it's about time you got a new shirt. Make sure you leave us a rating on iTunes. We'd love to see it. We'll send you a shirt. We'll figure out how to get it to you. I don't know how the internet works. Anyway, thanks for listening. See you next week. Bye. 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 <laughs>